Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and I wanted to give you a glimpse into an evaluation I did making recommendations with a seven-year-old autistic child. Now, many of you don't know, but I uh, specialize in working with children along the autism spectrum. We call it the ADD on one end and autism on the other end. And I consult at a facility in Albuquerque called Kid Power. You may have heard in some of my other podcasts where I do trainings with the therapists. And I have extensive uh, education and experience in working with these kids. I love these kids. They are so awesome. And my kind of eye exam is really different than most eye doctors. We spend most of the time on the floor, believe it or not, because I'm really interested in their sensory motor development. You know, one of my teachers used to say that when a child comes in for an evaluation, you're evaluating the eyes and the vision, but you're really evaluating the total child, the whole child. And so we're looking at it from a developmental perspective. We're looking at it from a nutritional and biochemistry perspective. And we're looking at it from, well, a lot of different facets beyond reading the eye chart. You know, most eye exams, you read the eye chart, they check you for eye health, they give you a pair of glasses, and you're out the door. And unfortunately, in the pediatrics world, they put eye drops in children's eyes and it paralyzes the focusing muscles. And then they end up giving these really whacked out prescriptions, which are too strong. They're too distorted because when you use eye drops, you are paralyzing the focusing muscles inside the eye. So in this boy, he came in with a very imbalanced prescription. One eye was a lot more farsighted than the other in terms of the glasses. And he has a condition where his eyes are diverging. So one eye is straight while the other eye wanders out. And then every once in a while, he'll alternate and the wandering eye will come in and fixate. So we call this an alternating exotropy or a divergent strabismus. And he's had two eye muscle surgeries. And whenever you do eye muscle surgeries, you're disconnecting the eyes from the brain. It it is one of the worst surgeries you could ever do. And it really has a very low success rate and it's very eye centric. You know, let's try to fix the, the strabismus by straightening the eyes through cutting the eye muscles. It doesn't work because it's the brain that directs the eyes and the eye muscles. And that's a learned and developed and an organic skill that's based on our developmental motor patterns. And these patterns start in utero. And one of the, uh, body of work that I've studied 
is called the primitive survival reflexes. Now, a lot of therapists know about this, uh, occupational therapists. I studied with two really fantastic eye doctors from Scandinavia, and their community, their, those eye doctors had been working with primitive reflex therapy for 20 years, you know, when I met them. And the primitive reflexes are governed by the brainstem. That's the lower functioning part of the brain. There are early motor patterns that start in utero. And one of the reasons why we all have these reflex patterns is they help us go into new situations and handle the stress and handle the trauma. Probably one of the main ones is when we come out of the birth canal. And that, those two reflexes that show up are the moral reflex and the fear paralysis reflex. In any event, if these primitive reflexes don't become integrated by about age three or four, they begin to affect our visual development. They can cause things like lazy eye, strabismus, myopia, and many other eye conditions. Eye doctors don't look at that because they're only looking at it from an eyeball optic standpoint, and that's the wrong way to go. You have to look at how the eyes and the brain and the body interface from a developmental perspective. So with this boy, he was referred by the facility Kid Power, and I did a vision evaluation on him and kind of blew his father away because I took his glasses off and immediately I could engage with him better. You know, the glasses were actually taking him further away from his visual processing. So because of the distortion of the lenses, I took them off and then we did the eye exam. I had him read the eye chart with each eye looked at his eye movements, and then we moved into a, a test called the Van Orden Star. It's a VO Star test. I wish I could do it on all of you because it's such an amazing test. What it is is you look into a, a telebinocular. It's like a, a, um, a telescope that you're looking into, um, binocular scope, and you've got two pencils, and you're drawing some lines and getting the lines to meet in on the paper. Uh, and what this test shows is how the two eyes are projecting their focus out in the world. It's, it's an amazing test because it really shows you how your two eyes are focusing in the spatial world. And that is a much deeper, more, more uh, accurate way of measuring a person's vision. Remember, sight is reading the eye chart. Vision is a dynamic learned skill set of tracking, focusing, visual coordination, eye-hand coordination, and cognitive skills in the brain that you get information through your eyes, have a memory, get visual memory, and then have some output with it. Anyway, in this particular test, it showed that his two eyes were vertically splitting and his right eye was over-focusing and his left eye was under-focusing. And that was never, uh, never tested or diagnosed from the other eye doctors because they were just looking at it from a cosmetic, uh, structural point of view. They were looking at the function. Anyways, once we had that info, he definitely has some fine motor skill issues. So controlling the small muscles is really difficult. He has all his primitive reflexes, so they're not integrated at all. And, uh, and then we did something on a rotation board. So sometimes the vestibular system, which is the inner ear, is a great uh, testing tool, great portal into the relationship between 
the eyes and the inner ear. The inner ear is part of our balance mechanism, our orientation in space. And so what I have kids do is they get on this spinning board and they have to get in different postural positions like sitting or lying down or getting on their knees. And then they have to spin to the right and spin to the left with their eyes open, their eyes closed. And he could barely do it. I mean, he could not control his body very well. He didn't know where he was in space. Uh, so that was good information that we need to do a lot of vestibular therapy. We also work a lot with what we call juggling scarves. I love this technique where we throw the scarves up in the air and the child has to catch it and they have to track it. And what I did with him is I had to give him an audio cue, look over here, and then he'd move his eyes there and then I'd throw it in that direction. And then I would throw it, you know, look over on the left side and I'd throw it there. So that was really fun for him. We did some what we call parquetry design, which is working with some blocks and designs. And by the end of the exam, I mean, he was just so into it. He was like, when can I come back? And, you know, it was really great all around. And I changed his prescription. I made both lenses the same. We reduced the prescription. And I think that's going to work a lot better with him. And he needs a lot of sensory motor integration, primitive reflex therapy, He's also got low muscle tone, so we're going to do some kind of biochemistry testing to see if we can improve um, his dietary absorption. I feel there's a couple of issues going on there and some craniosacral therapy uh, because of the trauma that he's been through, especially with the two eye surgeries and even with the birth trauma. So this next part will be a recording of the actual exam. So you'll hear me working with him. I didn't do the whole exam. And uh, so I hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions or comments, feel, feel free to email me, hello at drsamburn.com. Enjoy. The current prescription that, that he has is correcting the right eye for a small amount of farsightedness and astigmatism, and the left eye is like four times as strong. And so it's going to induce more separation between the eyes because you're correcting one eye very differently than the other, you're never going to bring them together. So we'll kind of put that into the mix as we go through the evaluation. Um, first thing we're going to have you do, my friend, is come on over here. I want you to stand in the middle of this circle. Okay, stand next to me. Why are you yeah, right there. Can you read any of those letters on the, uh, on the chart? Um, yeah. Go ahead, read for me. Start here with this. No, I think, I think so. We'll come back over here, circle, right so here. Not, right, right here. He's good. He's good. good. He's right. good. Right there. So stand there. And yeah, then stand there, and then I'm going to point to it. So can you see that? Yeah. What is it? E. try something. Can you cover this eye with your hand? No, the other hand, the other eye, the other hand. Yeah. Now, with that eye, can you read the same row? No, no cheating. Keep your eye covered. Can you see any, can you see the big E? Yeah. Okay. Can you see anything else? Yeah. What can you see? F and P. Next. T. 
Oh, no cheating. If you cheat, we're going to put a patch over that eye. How about there? That's Can okay. He's good. Uh, well, however he does it is fine. Okay, you can stop. All right, so well, I want you to stand next to me. Hold on, stand right over here. Stand right here and face your dad. Okay, I want you to do the same thing. I want you to cover your right eye and look at your dad. So you see how that eye is straight, correct? Pretty straight. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Nobody look at your dad. Look at his look at his eyes. Yeah, really focus on him. Look at me, buddy. Look at him. Don't need to stand closer, just yeah. look at me. Okay, right there. There you go. Alright. And now cover your other eye. And uncover the first eye. Now look at your dad. Cover this one. There we go. There. Now look at no, me. Cover, cover completely. There you go. Now look at me. Alright. Good okay. job. Good job. Alright. So you can put your hand down. Alright. You can put your hand down. That's good. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, um, when one of the eyes is straight and one of the eyes is turned out, um, he's basically using the eye that's straight. And the eye that's turned out, he's either going to create double vision because his eyes are aimed in two different positions, or the brain is going to say, oh, I'm going to just ignore right. the eye that's turned. That's I think that's what he's doing. Yeah. That's what he's doing. That, and both of those are genius moves. So <laughs> no worries on that. All right, big guy. And he tends to like using his right eye a little more than he likes using his left eye. But there are times if he were to use his left eye, he may not be seeing quite as clearly, but he can see something out there. The problem comes in is that he's just relying on the right eye primarily mm -hmm. all the time. And so the left eye starts to, you know, say, hey, I'm checking out. I'm not going to work. And so one thing we want to do on an eye level is to try to create more stimulation in the left eye. And I'm not a big fan of doing a lot of patching. Did you try that at we all? We did, yeah. yeah. We actually that, got to the point we were doing like eye drops to kind of... Yeah, and know, that, that doesn't work at all. It, it, it didn't. No, it didn't work that well. It didn't, doesn't work. Oh, it's really not a, not a good thing. Almost, man. But there are ways There are ways that you can uh, stimulate both eyes. Um, however, we have to be clever about it. And we want, again, a buy-in from Liam. He, he needs to buy in if he's going to do this stuff. Mm. So part of this is going to see if we can create a buy-in. All right, my friend. Do you know how to draw? You do? Okay, you're going to prove it to me. Come on over here. All right. Come on. It's time to do some Let's drawing, can, Clay. Let's see if you can do some drawing. Okay. All right. So, let's, let's try to stand it, maybe. That, that might be. We'll see. All right. So, I'm going to give you a pencil in each hand. Here you got one in this hand and one in the other hand. Two-handed. All right. Now, May I touch you? I just want to get you up here. There we go. You need to look into the scope. And you're going to take this pencil and put it here. And this pencil and put it up here. And keep looking in the scope. And bring your pencils into the middle where they look like they touch. Together. I'm letting go. Get them to, get them to come together. Draw them into the middle. Into the middle where you get them to touch. 
into the middle, this way. Yeah, but look in here. Okay, we're gonna try it again. Same thing, get him up, up, get him to touch. Get him to touch. Bring him into the middle, come on. Get him to touch. Okay, you get to do it again. Get him to touch. Good job, man. Next, get him to touch. Okay. Next, get him to touch. Get him to touch. Okay, keep going. Look in the scope. Both eyes. There we go. Okay, next. Good, love what you're doing here. Go. Good. Okay, one more. Okay, you can drop your pencil and go back next to your dad. Go over there. Good job, thank you. What a good job that was. Okay. So this is going to show us something. And it's going to show us how his eyes and his hands are working together. So in this machine, if you were going to do it, it would look like this. There's a spade in it. Oh, okay. Because you see it come together before you feel it come together. And this is what your son is doing. So his right eye tends to be vertically higher, and his left eye is vertically lower. This is the right. Yes, you can see there's a vertical displacement. And midline is not real clear. Where's my visual midline? It's somewhere, but I'm not sure. And i got to feel my way to the answer, because I'm not really seeing them come together. Detail and focus are kind of hard for me. That's kind of what he's saying. And then finally, his lines are coming together a little better here on the right side than on the left side. So he, he's over, I wouldn't say over-focusing, but he's focusing a little better with the right eye yeah. and a little less than the left eye. So ultimately, this is the kind of focus he's got, or this is the kind of focus he's got going on. Okay. Okay, so he's, he's kind of separating it, and he sprays the focus out with the right, and he really sprays the focus out with the left. So there's no way that you can correct that with glasses. That's just, and basically all the glasses are doing is reinforcing that, especially if you're using the eye chart, if you're using eye drops to, you know, yeah. decide, because what the eye drops are doing is actually paralyzing the focusing muscles so you can get a better look into the eye health and the retina but it's not a great way to prescribe because you're going to over-prescribe a lot of the time. Right, yeah. It creates distortion. All right, so, um, have you ever heard of something called the primitive survival reflexes? Maybe I think not. I've heard some kind of a mention okay. of it. So, let's see if I've got... So, the primitive oh. reflexes... They use them a lot in kid power. I've used huh. them a lot. These are movement patterns that are basically the foundational motor patterns that support the motor, sensory motor system. 
And what we're going to do right now is we're going to test the reflexes and see how many of them have not been integrated. Now, if they're not integrated, then it affects the eyes developing because the motor patterns are not really understood. So, hey, here's what we're going to do. All right, buddy. Time, play time, time for you to go to work. Here we go. I want you to lie in your belly. Lie in your belly on the floor. Can you do that? You can do it. Come on, lie on your belly. You can do it. Lie on your belly, your tummy. You're not your back, your tummy. So roll over. Roll over. Well, roll. roll over. Put your arms out in front of you. Come on, get on your belly. Did you do any tummy time when you was young? Yes, you did. Okay, well. Oh, oh. Wow. There it is. Okay, he needs to do more right now. All right. All right, now I want you to lift your arms and your head off the ground and your legs like you're flying. Can you do that? All right, so this is the tonic labyrinth reflex. He definitely has not integrated that. Oh. If it was integrated, his legs would be straight, his arms would be straight, and he would just be in a position. So this reflex is affecting his eye-hand coordination in developing. Okay. Good job. All right. Now, hold on. Can you get into a crawling position? What he thinks crawling. Not, not that he's going to crawl, but what he thinks a crawling position is. Don't show him. Okay. Just see if you can get him into a crawling position. Act like you're going to crawl. What, is, what does crawling look like for you? What does it look like when you're going to crawl? Show me. Like if you like you were crawling down the hallway this morning because you thought it was funny. No idea. Is this your crawling? Maybe not. He can do it. I mean, he he crawls. He was he crawls regularly because he thinks it's funny, but uh, I don't know. All right. So show him what the position I want him to get into. I want you to copy your dad. All right. Look at me. Like you're crawling. Remember? Can you get in that position? So you gotta you gotta do something different with your legs. Look at me. Look at me. You gotta look at me. I know you're fine because you don't want to do this, but we're gonna make you do it. It's not gonna work if you refuse to do it. I'm not gonna let you quit. So find you a crawl. Look at me. Not over here. Look at me. Not over here. Look at me. Go ahead and crawl. That's not crawling and you know it. You're just fighting with me because you don't want to do this. Come on. Can you get on your hands and knees like your dad? Uh, I don't know if you're just not. Do you just not want to do this? No, I can't. Well, I need you to do it anyway. Can you do that for me? We gotta do that after. We gotta do this. And I know you just want to go home, but can you do this? Come on, dude. Okay. Let's let's take a pause. It's okay. Let's take a pause. <laughs> Let's take a pause. Uh, All right. So, it's okay. He gave me the answer. All right. So, can you sit on this board and spin? Ooh, can you do that? Try that. Try that. Sit on it. Can you sit on it and use your feet and spin yourself around? So, this is called vestibular stimulation. Right. No, using your feet. Using your feet. Put your feet on the carpet. Put your feet on the carpet and then turn yourself around. With your feet. There we go. Yeah. Keep going. So vestibular stimulation, this is the inner ear, is a great way to improve the vision because it's getting the ears and the eyes to reconnect in the brain. All right, go in the other direction. 
Can you turn the other way? In fact, sometimes if he does a lot of vestibular work, you actually might see the left and the right be more equal. Okay. Possibly. Keep going. This is something he actually really liked to do when he was younger. We put him in like an office chair and he uh -huh. didn't want us to spin him around. There's something called astronaut training that is a very prescribed way of spinning. All right, now close your eyes and go in the first direction. So now you're going to keep your eyes closed and see if you can spin. So now we're taking the eyes out of the equation and just his ears are, are moving. All right. All right, now go in the other direction. The other direction, other the way. other way. Other way, close your eyes and go the other way. So it gets him understanding left and right a little better, spatially. Right. So vision's about space, understanding space. It's very little to do with reading the chart. Okay, that's really good. All right, here's another way. Can you put your knees on the board and use your hands this time to spin? Try, uh, try that. Put your knees on the board. You have to turn over so your knees are on the board. You have to lift up your butt. That's right. Lift up your butt so your knee, you're sitting on your knees. See, I'm sitting on my legs. Try to do that. Can you do that? No? All right. You want to show? Wait. Put your knees on the board. You're going to have to stand up and turn around so you can do this. So, Here we go. Turn around. Put your knees put on your, the board. Yeah, put your knees. Not your, your foot. foot. Not your foot. Your, your knees. knees. Your knees. knees on the board. Yeah. Now, see, you're touching your knees, so you're getting closer, but your knee needs to go on the board. There we go. Getting you're there. there. Yeah, keep going. Now bring this one up here, too. There we go. All right. Good. Can I have your hands? Pull you over here. Okay. Okay, now his hands what are going to be. Do? There we go. All right, knee on the board. Good. Okay, you got now. it. Okay. Now he's going to put his hands on the carpet. Hands on the carpet. And now can he turn, turn with his hands? with your hands. Use your hands to move the board. Keep going. You're doing good, man. Go all the way around. Now move that right hand towards the left hand. So you want to turn. So you have to pick this hand up and move it. On the, on the carpet. carpet. Yeah. So use your hands on the carpet. That's the board. Right use your hands to move around. That's right. Then go towards your dad. Go towards your dad. That's how you do it. And keep using your hands to turn. Worth mentioning, um, we got some low muscle tone and autism and pretty good balance issues going too. So that's okay. That's okay. All this right. is a good growing edge for him. This is good, man. Keep going. Go move your hands. So you turn on the board. Yep, just like that. Now keep going around in a circle. Keep going. With your hands. With your hands. Now moving your hands. There. That's how you do it. Keep doing that. Keep doing it. So this is building a lot of great uh, pathway opening in the brain by him. Then this is the kind of things he really needs to do. And we don't have to focus so much on the eyes right now mm. because we're working through the body and the brain to give his eyes a certain pathway to follow. So instead of starting with the eyes and going that way, we're working through the body and the brain. 
Can you go the other way now? All right, you're doing it. Can you yeah, go the other go. way. One more time. Just one more time. Yep, one more time around. So go all the way around. See, what you're doing is you don't need to move your knees. You need to move your hands. There we go. Yep, now you're turning. This is really good for him. Yeah. So there's a term we use called neuroplasticity. And the brain has neuroplasticity for everybody. It doesn't matter where they're starting now from. Keep your legs, keep your knees on the board. Okay. Don't move this. Don't move this. Just move your hands. And you'll turn on the board. Move your hands. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Now All you right. gotta do, that's how you do it. Okay. And then go, okay, that's good. Great. Okay. okay, you can take a break. All right, good job, man. You want to do one more or you want to, you've had enough? I want to do one more. Okay, so lie on your belly on the board. Put your belly, okay, your tummy on the board. Hands here. Not your chest, your belly. Hands here. You're going to use your hands. So straighten your legs out. There we go. Now straighten your legs. Yep. Now use your hands to push you around. That's right. Good. I think you're more using your legs, but I think we get the idea. That's okay. Uh, now go the other direction. All right. Other way. Other way. Can you go the other way? Other way. So one of the things also that I would really start accentuating is having him lead with the left side of his body. And that will start awaken the left eye. Because he's very right. He'll do, he can go to the right, but he's not really uh, um, aware of the left, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so again, we're going to use the body and the movement to awaken the eye. Okay. Okay? It's, a, it's another strategy. And what well, can you keep going all the way around, or are you stuck? You move your hands and your legs and go. Other way. Other way. Now you have to move your legs because you're getting stuck. Now what you could do is lift him and move him more forward so more of his hips are on the board. Alright, so we're going to try this. So get his, get his hips more on the board so his hands are here. Come here, further. And lift him up oh. so he's going more forward. There we go. There we go. Alright, now use your hands. Go. Now use your hands and turn to me. Turn to me. With your hands. Over to me. Yeah, like that. Come on. Keep turning. Keep turning. Come on. Keep turning. You have to pick your legs up. Come on. Your hands to turn to me. Yeah, you got to pick your legs up because your knees are keeping you from turning. That's not your legs. That's your stomach. You got to pick your legs up like this. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.